Hey y'all, this is Jessica from Maryville, Louisiana, and you are listening to Girls Gone Wild. Girls Gone Wad. This is Joy. And this is Claire. This is episode 249. And it's just us. We hope you're not disappointed. We've had guests for a long, long while. Yeah, we like to, you know, throw a Joy and Claire episode in the mix when we can. Just to keep you on your toes. Yeah. Make you hopefully (laughs) remember what we sound like. Yeah. (laughs) I really am. I'm so curious always, like, who is still out there who doesn't know which one of us is which. Yeah. That always surprises me when someone will email us and be like, I thought you were Claire and you were Joy and yeah. I heard your voice on Insta stories and it totally rocked my world. They Or like if one of us will post something that is clearly posted by ourselves and someone will be like, you know, you'll post something that's clearly you and someone will say like, oh, Claire, I love your hair or something. And it's like, that's not Claire. They're <laughs> 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 like, Sorry. That's no. not me. That's not how that goes. Uh, I was just thinking when I was getting ready and setting up here of how much I miss singing. Because like singing songs that are... Because Sandy, you've squashed your singing dreams. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I just... I was setting up like singing a song to myself. or like singing the intro and being like, hello, everybody. And then like breaking into song. And then I was like, well, Sandy gets mad when we do that. But... You can make up your own song. Yeah, that's it's just not as not fun, a... you know? No. It's not, it's not as fun. satisfying as... Oh, Scott and I just watched Cardi B on Saturday Night Live. I guess she was... She hosted... So we're recording this on Sunday and she hosted last night when we're recording this. Um, and I'm... <laughs> I feel so old when I like see artists now because I'm like, I'm so not down with what the kids are listening to. But Cardi B is really adorable. And she is the one that's like, okay. She does like the chirp where she's like. (laughs) Oh, I am unfamiliar. The only thing I know about Cardi B is that she used to be a stripper and I went on Instagram. See, I feel like I want to cut that last part out because I feel like I just sounded 80 years old. Oh, there's moments where I start to think that where I'm like, am I? Oh, it's just downhill of like. Things that you're going, what? What is that about? What are the kids? What are the kids? What is the 411? Hot gossip. What is the hot gossip? Yeah, you should might as well just be wearing a velour. I know, I really should. And all I need is a rock hard boobs. Oh, okay. That's the one thing. The one thing you're missing. (laughs) Really missing in life is rock rock hard hard boobs. boobs. (laughs) Okay, so I watched Redeemed and Dominant this morning. You've seen it, right? Yeah, we watched, you watched it, right when it, it came like out. right when it came out, and yeah, we were um, really excited about it. Brandon gets really into the. I mean, not that I don't like them, but Brandon was like really excited. Yeah, and um, I don't know. What do you think? Well, the reason that I watched it this morning was um, sort of like a random. Sunday I know morning. it was a random Sunday morning, but here's the thing: is I wanted to watch it because I wanted to get on the treadmill. And I was like, if I watch this while I'm on the treadmill, it'll motivate me to walk a little bit more. Like At your house? It was, yeah, because we have a treadmill. And I was like, I just want to get on the treadmill. And we'll talk about the marathon in a moment. Um, 
we do need to talk about, we do need to discuss that. But I was like, I just need to move. And it was raining this morning. I was like, I just kind of want to get uh, on the treadmill for a little bit. And I was like, well, if I put this movie on, it'll totally motivate me. Because obviously watching something like that, you're just like, I want to become a CrossFit Games athlete. <laughs> um, and it, it did exactly just that. I was just like, I mean, the whole thing was just people working out, people right. doing Exercising amazing quickly. fitness. Um I really liked it. I mean, I have a lot of thoughts about it that I won't go into right now, but it was just like, I... Go into them, Joy. Go no. into your thoughts. <laughs> no. I, so, I feel like the CrossFit van's going to pull up. <laughs> Here, let me tell you my thoughts about it. Okay. Mine are, more, mine are more subject matter. Sure. Related. I thought it was okay. Um, I think the past two years, they've done a really good job of, like, bringing out a narrative, like... Two years ago, and I think in the first one they did, it was all about Katrin's grandmother, and that was really great. And then last year, it was all about, like, Matt Fraser and his comeback, and, like, it felt like they – and, um, you know, just – I don't know. It felt like la like the last two years, they've had a lot more – they put a lot more thought into what the narrative thread throughout the thing is. And this year, it just felt like a highlight reel. For sure. And I was like, what? And then finally, at the end, they started focusing on Tia Claire's husband. Yeah. Who, like, I just want to cry. He's just the so cutest. Many, he was so cute. But it was like, why didn't you bring him in at the beginning? Why? There were so many things that I was like, really? He wasn't in the, from the beginning, though. He no, no, was, no. Like, but throughout I mean, the like, film. What are the, like, there are so many things they could have talked about. Like, they didn't, they talked about Madison hardly at all. They sure. didn't even show Stacey Tovar, even though it was her last year. Yeah. They didn't ask Cara Webb one time, like, hey, you've been projected to podium at the games for years and years and yet you keep you know they talked about it like for a hot second about how she would keep getting injured but they never asked her about it yeah they were never like how are you feeling coming into these games knowing your track record they never um really showed we barely heard from annie yeah. until right at the end when they're like oh yeah annie won and it's like guys did you just not interview her at all. and also her eyebrows looked just really bad the whole time Annie's did <laughs> yeah they looked so bad I was like girl you need some pencil uh, is it just because you're getting brows done all the time <laughs> I have like an eye for people's eyebrows now okay um anyway they, they she had like the thing going do you remember like in middle school where you would like have a chunk in the front and then just like little they look like little sperms kind of okay sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah totally okay spermy eyebrows yeah um I don't get me wrong. If she ever listens to this, oh, she like, I know. Like feel, screw like, all of you. There was a part of me that was Annie. like, there was a part of me that was like, I need, I want to be stylists for some of them. Yeah. But then I'm also like, yeah. but because <laughs> there not was the so, focus. Yeah, not the focus. I'm like the focus is fitness. But there were right. some things like, that I was like, my hair is so stringy, so stringy, so stringy. I just want to like cut it off. Like <laughs> give you a deep condition. I want to so put some Moroccan oil on those tips. <laughs> Oh no! Um, not to be clear, we're not clear. talking about Annie anymore. No, everyone, just let's Every, let's, just let's blanket, blanket statement. statement. Yeah, some people need a stylist. Um, but it just and then like you know they I think they gave Ricky. Ger oh, this is my other pet peeve. Uh oh, if we're gonna have like a whole segment about Ricky Gerard and how he doped, can we as a community decide if it's a hard G or a soft G? For sure. Like yeah. in the documentary, half of the interviewer, you know, whatever the CrossFit boys are saying Gerard and the other half are saying Gerard and I was like someone needs to write a memo about this <laughs> before you 
edit these together and it's like, oh, we don't know actually how yeah, it counts. Right. Even yeah. though we just did a, made a documentary about him and spent hours interviewing him. Yeah. No one thought to be like, oh, it's a soft G. Yeah. I don't know. Is it a soft G? I, no, one no, no one knows. No one knows. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think the beginning of it where they were like, oh, this Aussie, this new Aussie's coming from, you know, out of the blue. Australia. He's this new guy. Well, no, he's coming for like he's he's rising <laughs> up as like a new guy. And they're like, he's just coming out of the woodwork when we have like a new guy to follow. And then spoiler alert, like uh, like halfway through, you know, you could tell they filmed it where they were like, he's amazing. He's a strong guy. And then I think like it just kind of tanked at the end when they were like, oh, and he doped. And so he's kicked out. But then they kept him in the film. So it was very confusing as a spectator. I, yeah, I agree. It was very confusing. Like what's the rhetoric you're going for here? Like everyone was excited about him and then we all felt so let down. And then, but then the other thing too is I was like, I just don't think that many people still even knew who he was. Yeah. And I feel like the drama around like, oh, Patrick Vellner didn't get to stand on the podium. Like, he'll never get that moment back. I was like, really? Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know how that I, – I would be pissed. I would yeah, be I so guess. pissed. I'd be so pissed. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah. But I, I agree. And I think because it was in Madison, I would love to have seen more Dave Castro too. I was kind of like – Talk about the freaking games being in a brand new venue for the first time. Like, yeah. nobody brought the- that. <laughs> that was what I was like, guys. Where's the cheese? Where's the narrative? Mm-hmm. This is a highlight reel of the CrossFit Games, which we all already can see on YouTube if we want to. Exactly. So, yeah. sorry, CrossFit Media. Not my favorite. Not you, my- they don't care. They don't care. They're not listening. But They're they might. Listening. The CrossFit van sometimes pulls up. So who knows? You just never know. You just never know. Yeah. I was uh, – so watching it, I felt like, okay, this is inspirational. The athletes are amazing. I, I, There were some things where I'm like, some people got a lot of screen time, and I couldn't tell, like, who this was really about. It was kind of exactly. all over the place with, like I, – I mean, here's the hard part, is the, to, do a, to do a movie with a bazillion moving parts has to be really difficult. But I think you just have to pick a focus and stay with one storyline or at least like two or three storylines, not 15 different storylines. And right. yeah, I felt like a highlight reel for sure. But there were times where I'm like, how do you, how do you pick like two or three athletes to focus on? And that that's like all you're focused on in the film when there's so many other things that are going on, like you said, Stacey Tobar and anyway, but I, I loved it. It was motivating. Obviously, when we were there, I'm like, oh, that I totally remember that event, and I totally remember that moment in the arena. But um, I think I I really hesitate to say this, but obviously, I'm like, I don't think they're ever going to hear this. But I um, I feel like the media team is so male dominated that. You don't have to like that's no. not a controversial. Well, opinion. no, that's, I'm, like, I'm trying fact. to choose my words in a way that because I want to. What I really want to say is something I won't say, but um, it's kind of like this club. It feels like a fraternity, and it feels like uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> I might cut this out, but I'm going to say it right now. It feels a little bit like it's a show of. The people on the CrossFit media team. It was like I, it was I like a show. That's not coming across as like hard hitting as I okay. Think you feel okay, like it. it feels really mean. But I want to no. be like as I was watching it, I'm like, are you just 
to borrow one of your phrases that I to this day laugh at, like smelling their own farts. Like I just feel like that's what it was. <laughs> like totally. the whole thing was just like ah, drives are, me crazy. Yeah, and why I, are you like random? I I yeah. I appreciate one or two minutes of your opinion. Right. I appreciate maybe one or two minutes of the whole film of your commentary, but it was if I'm going to see a CrossFit film, I quite frankly, don't care about your opinion about some of these things. I want to see the athletes. I want to see Dave Castro. I want to see the people who are yeah. fit, who are supporting these athletes. I want to see their moms. I want to see their partners. I want to see the people who are like invested, not the people who are actually behind the camera holding the camera. Like right. I get that, but I'm like, your opinion, meh. It feels, it feels a little lazy. <laughs> feels a little it's lazy. Like, you know, you're, you were there. We all know you were there because you're literally the cameraman. Right. But like, yeah, there's also, I so, agree with you. So there and was a little like, bit of like, oh, just get off the screen. Like, I don't need your opinion. It sounded like you were just describing, do you remember the movie? Of course, you remember this movie, 13 Going on 30, where she's pitching her new magazine. And she's yeah. like, I want to see my best friend's sister. <laughs> and, <laughs> totally. They're not represented. Yes. So I had some strong feelings about that. And let me be very clear, too, that. All of the CrossFit HQ Media team is extremely talented. So it's not the work. <laughs> it's not the work that they that they like didn't put into the work and they didn't do a good job filming. I feel like they did a great job with all that. But it, I don't it, content wise. That's not what I'm looking for in the actual film. Like, I just don't need your two cents. I don't need your two cents. Or like, give me your two cents and then walk away. I don't and then go. To, like, $10. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So, Joy and I will be producing the next CrossFit documentary. <laughs> so, the unofficial uh, CrossFit documentary. We totally should though. We should just get like some. Although that would be big time CrossFit van to like get a bunch of footage in the CrossFit game. The GoFundMe uh, account will be up shortly. No, just kidding. No. But it was very much like. I don't know. I I have a very strong opinion about. Um, I don't know, just a, a sport that is so that represents women in st such a strong way, but the the voice of the female is just so underrepresented. So I will leave it at that, yeah. and we'll float on to our next topic. So I don't go off on a rant, and then the, really the I mean, we really do want to go to the CrossFit Games this year. I don't want them to like ban us because of this. I'm a hundred percent sure that that wouldn't happen. Yeah. I just think, yeah, it's it's just interesting to see that even even in a, I mean, the fact of the matter is almost the entire CrossFit media staff are guys. They're dudes. Yeah. And that's what's represented in the creation of all of their media. And <laughs> that's all there is to it. Just it just felt I mean, like, like they were sitting around with some cameras to do like the actual interviews. And they're like, who should we interview? Well, I don't know. And they're like, well, let's just sit around with some beers and some cameras and let's interview each other. And let's put that in the movie. Like, that's how it felt. Yeah. God, I'm going to hell. I, I, it really doesn't sound as bad as you think it does. I know, but I, th I, all I think of like, yeah, whatever. I'm moving on. Okay. It's, yeah. Okay. So, uh, real quick, I signed up for the New York City Marathon. The end. I feel like we've already talked about that. On I don't think we did. Maybe we talk about it next week with Jason. Well, maybe we did talk about it with Jason. Well, in case we have... <laughs> 
No, I can't remember if we if we did or we didn't. I'm just restating that I'm going to. Oh, you put it on Instagram stories. Yeah, everyone saw it there. I signed up on a whim. Didn't think I would get picked. Uh, Wait, you signed up not just you signed up for the lottery. The lottery, uh huh. So not thinking. I was like, it takes forever to get picked to do this race. So I got picked. I got that email in January, and I was like, well, I guess I'm running the New York City Marathon. But the reason why I did it was uh, the last time I did it was when I was 25. I want to do it again as a 40-year-old only because it was one of the most memorable experiences of my life. I know that sounds really weird because I was like, I never want to run a marathon again. But every time I, every year it would come on the TV, I'd be like, I really want to, I really want to run that race again. I really want to experience that again. So that's, that's why I'm doing it. So I'm going to, I decided I'm going to do a very short training window. I'm going to do a marathon training program in the summer leading all the way up to November. Um, But I'm not going to overtrain because I don't want to get injured. So I've, I've already researched like training programs and I know what I need to do, but I will train. <laughs> I will not set myself up for the shit show that was the Denver Fair Marathon in 2000, whatever, 14, 15 that I did. That was 15. insane. That's, yeah. When you went into it and you're like, we might just run the half. I might just, yeah. I mean, I just ran the half. Yeah. And I didn't do that. So, uh, so that's exciting. If any of you out there listening are going to be at the New York City Marathon or live in the area or watch when, the New York City, when is it it's exactly? It's the first weekend in November. Okay. Please, let's do a GGW meetup at the start line because they dump you off like two and a half hours before the race starts, so you're just kind of like hanging out. Um, so that would be really fun. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, do you have the list pulled up of things that? Uh, we did a really funny post a few weeks ago of things that people love that you're like kind of over. Or not even kind of over that you like just flat out hate. Hate. A lot of people had some very strong opinions about this post, which I loved because they were, everything was so funny. Like you could just feel the burning passion. Oh, everyone needed to just let it fly. Yeah. And it was so funny. One of which was shoulder cutouts. Why? Why are those a thing? Well, some I people don't- are... Some people are really were really upset about it because they were like, well, people who have broad shoulders, like it's a godsend because then you can just like your shoulders can be free. And you were like, I have broad shoulders and I don't. I don't think I don't. I think that accentuates my shoulders. And that just like is a highlight reel. One of my friend's husband's really funny and she had one of those shirts on and we were out to dinner. This is like forever ago, maybe last summer. And uh Anytime I elaborate on a story that's like stupid details that really no one needs to know, I think of Re- Regina George when she's like, his name was Kyle, and then but then he moved to Indiana. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's like, gorgeous. He's he gorgeous. Indiana. <laughs> anyway, whatever. Um, so his her husband was like, Mean Girls applies to everything. everything. Um, <clears throat> he was like, honey, your your shoulder cutouts are in the wrong area. And he, he goes, so he was like pointing to her boobs, like. Can you, can you imagine? Over. Talk, okay, again, another Mean Girls reference. Hello. Yeah, but they, they had Straight migrated. Up. He was saying, like, why are the cutouts in the wrong spot? Oh. <laughs> he wanted them over yeah. her boobs and they um, over her shoulders. Yeah. So so I, I get that, but uh, someone was kind of offended. Whatever. Uh, let's see. I Cauliflower rice? That mm-hmm. was another funny one. Yeah. I liked, and then I posted the meme, use cauliflower as a substitute for mashed potatoes, rice, and any joy in your life. You have no friends. There is only cauliflower. But don't you eat cauliflower rice? Are you yeah, down but with I, it? I, you, you don't like use it to bake and make it make muffins. 
No. Like, if <laughs> you know I, how people like replace I, shit to make. I don't use cauliflower rice as much as I do pureed cauliflower. Hmm. And I like I actually like that better than mashed potatoes sometimes. It's smoother. Hmm. Mashed potatoes are like creamier, but if you do, I mean, it's a puree as opposed to a mat. You know. Okay. It's delicious. I like it. Okay. But no, I agree. Cauliflower, everything. I'm not a big fan. Yeah. I did. Okay. I have to backtrack just a little bit. I did find a great pizza, cauliflower crust pizza at Whole, uh, not Whole Foods, uh, Costco that I, Scott and I find really delicious. It's really delicious. Okay. It's like Milford's or something. I can't even remember the brand, but it tastes just like a wonderful thin crust pizza. And I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, I liked Telephony said, being proud of adulting. No, you're just living your life. You don't get an award. So sorry you had to make a choice today. <laughs> I kind of agree with that. I kind of agree with that. Uh, I mean, I, I, I will say that sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to adult. I want to just like lay in well, bed. Well, yeah, like but everyone wants to lay in bed. Yeah, who doesn't? Who right? doesn't want to take a nap? Who doesn't want to take a nap? Yeah. Um, Matcha. People are not so excited about matcha. I think it tastes like grass. It does taste like grass. There's yeah. a slight sweetness to it, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reach for it. I agree. Mm. Someone said Game of Thrones and then everyone was freaked like, out at them. Freaked out. No, I agree though. I tried so hard to like I Game did of too. I did too. I just don't care. So much dung. And, and like boobs. Just so much blood uh, yeah blood i'm like i just don't care enough to sit everyone's like oh it gets better and every single person has a different opinion about yeah. which season it gets, gets better less in. yeah because it never gets less no disgusting. it doesn't and everyone's like oh it gets better in season two. Oh, it gets better in season five. Oh, it gets yeah. better in season i'm like no yeah. it doesn't ever get better yeah i everyone just, listening right now is like probably going to turn this off and be like we hate girls gone wild because they don't we don't like it wrong. but i'm with you like i have things to do with my life too. yeah yeah. Watched and I tra- Brandon loved it. He watched it all seven seasons in less than a month. And I tried to watch it with him so many times and I was just like, I just don't care. Yeah. Um let's see here. Game of Thrones. Glamorizing coffee. I kind of agree with that, although I do think coffee is important. Well, you know, it was avocados for a while. Like people were just like everything was avocado toast. Oh my god, by the way. You know how much you love my mom, right? I love my mom. <laughs> and so let me tell you. So let me tell you the cutest story. I should just I should send you this picture. Um, first of all, it's the cutest thing when my mom when my mom actually learned how to send pictures through text. Like that was adorable. That was last year. She sent me her first selfie when she got her Girls Gone Wad t shirt. Oh my gosh, I was there with you which, when we were at the CrossFit Games. Yes, which by the way, I think we should send Dave Castro a Girls Gone Wad t shirt because he to wear like. Dave Castro, Dave Castro at gmail.com. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the van outside my the house. The van? <laughs> I'll just walk it outside to yeah. him. Denver, Colorado. <laughs> he's probably ro- he's probably riding around my neighborhood on his motorcycle. Um, so, but it, it made me think of it when I was watching the film because he just reps so many t-shirts during these, you know, uh, even during the open announcement or whatever, he's yeah. always got a t-shirt on. I'm like, oh my God, how great would it be if he, if we gave him a Girls Gone Watch t-shirt and he wore it? Ugh, listeners, let's get on that. Can you guys help us out? Okay. Um, but my mom texted me a photo the other day and she, it was so cute. She was like, oh, <laughs> I put avocado on my toast. It's really good. You should try it. Like she just had just 
figure this out on her own. Like oh she doesn't gosh. she she doesn't watch social media and like look at like avocado toast being a thing. She like legit was like, I just put avocado on my toast oh, and I it's delicious. That. Oh my gosh. That's like, you know, when multiple people like discover the theory of evolution at the yeah. same time, it's like your mom. <laughs> multiple discovery is what that's called. It your mom so... has participated in multiple discovery of avocado toast. It was so cute. I was like, yeah, mom, it's delicious. Isn't it so good? It's a thing. We all, we're all aware. Oh, I love her. <sighs> um, um, okay. The word epic. I agree with that one, but mm-hmm. only because at my last job, everything, literally all the products were literally epic things. It was like epic everything and i just mm-hmm. like everyone's confused about this everyone's confused about which epic thing you're talking about yeah just use a different word i posted that i don't like people saying i'm obsessed with but yeah. i have i catch myself saying it every once in a while because i think it just flies out it's such an easy thing to be like i'm really passionate about this but like i i especially like fashion bloggers or and i think too because i watch eliza schlesinger's uh comedy hour all the time um all of her stand-up shows she always talks about she makes fun of girls all the time where she's like um obsessed with this look <laughs> like yeah. I, this cute top and just a cute top and like some jeans and a cute top um i, do, I love that thing that's like if you're if you aren't wearing jeans and a top are you even going out with your girlfriends yes <laughs> i think i'm just gonna wear jeans and a top and a cute yeah. top and a flowy top. Anyway, she uh, talks about that. But I, oh, whenever I read posts, I'm like, can we come up with a little something a little more creative than I'm obsessed with? Because you can't be obsessed with ev- everything. Everything. I know you have your list of things that it's people very, say that bother you is getting longer. Getting and longer. longer, which just reinforces the fact that I'm really close to turning into grumpy old lady. It's true. Like fresh, the other one. Oh, fresh. You nope. Hate. Yeah. So uh, then, yeah, go. I. I thought it was funny because we had that episode, our last episode where we were at, um, which is the two of us, you were talking about how you hate the word fresh. And then like a week later, Donnie, who's our, our like Iceland trip leader. Yeah. You posted an Instagram story about Scott's new shoes and he commented and was like, fresh. And I was like, do you even listen to our podcast, Donnie? <laughs> Clearly not. Um, my thing, now I can't even find my comment. It's like so buried. But my thing was activated charcoal everything. Which oh, is yeah. How I felt when I got, when we got back from Venice. And I was yeah. Like, Why? Yeah. Why? And but everything. Um, I really miss that juice place. By the way, I want to go back so bad. What was it called? Creation with a K. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Matt Wilson, who also he's the owner of the company where we do our trips with. Yeah. He commented. He's like a biohacker guy. He commented. He was like, Claire, ugh, activated charcoal. Everything is ridiculous because scientifically it doesn't work. Activated charcoal, turmeric tea, for example, just soaks up all the good nutrients in the turmeric. Exactly. And let your body absorb it. Yeah. So you're not supposed to take it with good nutrients. You're yeah. supposed to take it if you like, I don't know, it's get like food what, poisoning or something. It's literally what they give you if you yeah. have an, if you have alcohol poisoning. Yes, exactly. Because it binds yeah. the alcohol in your stomach and then you bar- like in just in Almost Famous when they make her barf it back up in the bathtub. Yeah. Exactly like that. <laughs> Come on, guys. Oh, a lot of people didn't like kombucha. Which is so sad. Kombucha. It's fizzy vinegar. Why? I don't, you know, here's my thing with kombucha. Well, Claire pointed out to me when we were in Venice that I have a lot of beverages. <laughs> Joy is a very is very into beverages. Never in my life have I seen someone like anywhere we'd go, she'd be like, Oh, I'm just gonna get these three juices and this like little shooter of turmeric cayenne and like this aloe vera essence. I love drinking things. 
You know what it is? I love trying. There's so many beverages. There's a thousand. So I like, love trying new beverages. So I'm yeah. like, oh, there's a little shot of turmeric. I'm going to try this guy. Oh, there's a shot of ginger over here. Like that juice place was like my mecca because I was like so many combinations. We legitimately spent $50, $50 on juice. Store. And now every time I like see a little beverage, like the other day, I was a Whole Foods and I bought a little turmeric shot and I was like, I should send this a picture of this to Joy. <laughs> I'd be so proud. <laughs> so into beverages. Um, but I feel like kombucha replaced my need, not need, but I guess every once in a while you want, you like want a soda or you want to feel something like fizzy. And I feel like that satisfied. It was like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm kind of drinking something healthy. Instead and of I don't, LaCroix. Yeah, and I don't like to drink LaCroix. Also, can we talk out. about the LaCroix, um, you know, the the fizzy water, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, controversy now where it supposedly is bad for your teeth? Uh-huh. Yeah. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. I'm like, going to call shenanigans on that. Let's just, you know, we're not all just going to be drinking water and eating leafy vegetables forever. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because, and I know I've said this before, because I love Dr. Drew. And Dr. Drew is a very smart man, and he's a doctor. He Isn't is he like a therapist? No, he's an MD. Oh, yeah. Fact. And he is like he's an intern internist. Is that the name? Internist, internal medicine. He uh, so he still sees patients, and he was like, he drinks. He always talks about on his show how he drinks a diet coke every day. And everyone around him gives him shit because they're like, you're a doctor and you're drinking Diet Coke. He's like, look, I treat patients all the time until I see someone come in my office that has died from Diet Coke. I'm going to keep drinking this. And I'm like, fair enough. That's like, I don't think there's people coming in to the doctor being like, I drank too much LaCroix. Like, let's let's be honest. Like, if you're looking at your life and all your habits in like, you know, everything together combined, I don't think LaCroix is going to take you out. Yeah, no, I fully agree with that. So, yeah. Uh, well, if you have something that everyone else loves and you think is ridiculous, you can go find that post on our Facebook. It's from a couple weeks ago. It's so great. Or someone, just send us an Instagram message. Someone did say pop sockets. Yeah, pop sockets are dumb. Ev- ever you have one? <laughs> don't no, you use I one? I don't. I took it off because oh. I didn't like it. <laughs> Claire just showed me her phone. She's like, "Look, I swear." Look. Pop socket less. So you didn't I like didn't it? I didn't like it because my phone is already giant. I have an iPhone 7 Plus. Oh, yeah. And so it already like barely fits in my pocket. And so to add the pop socket, it it wasn't it wouldn't fit my pocket. Yeah. I did like it because I have tiny baby hands. It did help me taking selfies, which is important. Yeah. To have a good selfie repertoire. Yeah. Uh, but it didn't help me enough. My new self, this isn't a new trick. My favorite selfie trick is to just set the self timer. Mm-hmm. And then you can like get your, you can actually hold on. Because the problem with trying oh, to take right. selfies is that your thumb the has thumb, to like hover. Yeah, the self timer. So is if you can genius. take the self timer, then you can actually hold your phone with all of your fingers. Yeah. Because your thumb is inarguably, I was going to say arguably, but inarguably your most important finger. Yeah. So I would, if you, I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, kind of need that. Do you opposed- consider your thumb a finger or is it like its own thing? I consider it a finger. A yeah, because you have 10 fingers. Yeah. You don't say like I have eight fingers and two thumbs. No. You no, say that? No, no, zero people say that. <laughs> but I did recently get into a conversation about someone where they were like, I don't like thumbs aren't fingers. Like you have your fingers and then you were thumbs. And I was like, well, do you say 10 fingers and 10 toes? And they were like, well, yeah. But I was like, see? That's a really weird thing to be passionate about. 
I mean, like if that's humans, the hill you want to die on, yeah. Humans are have silly things that they worry about. Yeah, but someone like was really passionate recently about how because you posted a selfie or a yeah, it was a selfie of uh, you, Julie, and I when we were at Just Be, and you were like, um, "Shout out to the people who have to take the selfie and look like they have giant heads." And some like so many people were like, "You need to get a selfie stick; it's a game changer." I mean, I appreciate this the suggestion. Sure, by all means. You're not gonna do that. No, I would rather have a giant head in my picture with you and Julie than be standing in public or using a selfie stick. I just feel like such a tourist. I just feel so silly. Yeah. I would rather. Yeah, I just I don't There's care got that something... much about my head being bigger. I just it yeah. just it's a thing that I notice because Some... I'm always the one who takes it. I feel like Apple's going to figure that out. Like, let's just give it some time. Yeah. <laughs> There is an app I saw. I feel like there's an where, arm that's going to be coming out of the phone soon to just do it for us. It's, I think the phone actually is just going to like hover yeah. in front of you. That's it's like a thing like actually. A drone. They, have, they have a drone and you can like carry a little Fitbit with you and the drone just follows you. That's great. It's totally normal. That's great. Totally not weird. Someone did post that I want to bring this up really quick as girls who post and, and I wait for it. So don't jump to don't jump to conclusion, Matt, just yet. Uh, <laughs> jump. To, to conclusion, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Such a great movie. Um, girls who post half-naked vanity selfies that focus on their bodies but caption it with, oh, my God, I'm obsessed with these shoes. <laughs> so we, you're like, you're yeah, naked. You're naked. But, okay, so yes to that. But let me ask you something. By saying things like that, are we body shaming people? Because, look. If you got a nice butt and you want to post it, like, look at Schmuck Schmentz, like, constantly poking. Don't posing. even get me started on Schmuck Schmentz. She is her own category of social media usage. I don't think that she applies in this scenario. I wish I, I could know, have just though. taken I mean, a photo of your face. You're, we, you're real mad my, about that. My yeah. glower yeah. Of, when mm-hmm. it comes to Schmuck Schmentz. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like. Because here's kinda, this just goes back to how I feel about social media in general. Sure. If you see something that bothers you, just unfollow that person. There you go. There you go. Because we can't. Unfollowed. Yeah. Because that There's to a, me. I mean, there are times when I'm like, okay, unfollow. I just don't need to see butts. But, but uh, <laughs> I feel like if you, who am I to say like if that's your thing, like you do that. And if you have followers that that's inspirational to them. <laughs> Then who am I to who am I to judge? I don't know. Yeah, why not? I'm, I'm trying I'm, to. I'm not going to post anything like that. I'm not going to do that. But I but I agree that sometimes you look at things like there's one girl who continuously pops up in my explore feed because a ton of people follow her, and I followed her for like one day and I was like, nope, I got to get out of here. Yeah. And she does that where you're like where she's like I'm reading this great new book and it's a, literally a shot of her in her underwear like from behind on her belly like on her stomach with her legs crossed up in the air and it's like this is a shot of your butt crack yeah this has nothing, nothing to, to do with, with the reading. book you're reading yeah that's yeah. the kind of stuff from that kind of makes me sad okay I think if anything it makes me sad because I feel yeah. like it, it there's times when I'm like oh girls we can do better than this so there's a little bit of that in me but at the same time like well, hey, if you're body confident, like, who am I to judge you? I don't know. So there's a little bit of like, I'm trying to look at different perspectives instead of getting annoyed by it. Big Acai- sigh. Acai bowls. It's just a giant bowl of sugar. 
And then that person went on to clarify, like, to clarify, ice cream is also a giant bowl of sugar, and I love it. <laughs> but acai is, like, touted as this very healthy thing, and then it's just a bowl of sugar. Yes. Like, that's a good good clarification. But Nothing shout wrong out, with eating a bowl of sugar if that's what you're getting yourself into knowingly. Right. Shout out to Basik Acai in Kona, because I will go there every time we go to Kona, because they have the best acai bowls. <gasps> it's so delicious. And it's probably a big, giant bowl of sugar, and I just, it's delicious. Uh, just okay. Someone did say The Bachelor, which is hilarious because uh, it is the worst. The worst. But Scott and I did a Bachelor Fantasy League with, we just have like a group of friends that do it every year and they asked us to join. And it was so freaking fun only because it turned into something Scott and I could watch together that we were like invested in. But so hilarious because it's so ridiculous that uh, I had... Such a blast watching Scott watch this show because That's hilarious. Yeah, he got, he so, into got it. so into it and he got such a kick out of some of the like it is so stupid. Like, but it's so funny because the producers will you could tell they're making fun of the girls. Like you can tell the way they're kind of like editing the show. They're trying to make them look so stupid. <laughs> and so but it was just so fun because I'd watch Scott watch the show and it would just get it, it turned it into like comedy hour. So if you watch it for serious investment of the love, I think you're probably, you need to question that. <laughs> I loved this. I saw something the other day on the internet somewhere that said, um, here's a fun new game. Invite all your Tinder matches to a restaurant at the same time. Congratulations. You're the latest bachelorette. <laughs> it's so, oh, it's so weird. It's such a weird show. Um, okay. One more, one more. Uh, someone should, said sheet masks. They just don't do it for me like good old clay mask, which I wholeheartedly agree. And you feel like you can't breathe and you can't walk around and they just fall you off your face. Like Damien, they, you look like Damien. You look like Damien. Ham on his face. <laughs> Baby <laughs> Ruth. Ah, <laughs> oh, literally everything. Mean yeah. Girls implies it's everything. So good. It is. You look exactly like Damien. Thank you, Tina at... Fey. <sighs> for everything lovely. Okay. Um, what else is new? Hmm. Well... I broke in my purple clogs. <laughs> I really hope that people listen to this and have seen like all the important movies of the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah. Um, let's talk really quick about the chesty. So when this <gasps> yes. comes out, the joy chesty. So they're releasing it in two phases. The joy chesty will be out the Tuesday of the week that you're listening. This episode releases. So, so if April you 10th. Yes. If you haven't checked it out or seen it on social, go check it out and you can support the Chesty, the Joy Chesty by using the discount code GGW. That gets you some, I think it's, it's a percentage. I can't remember off the top of my head. So sorry about that. It's like some helpful discount and supports the podcast and supports the Chesty. But more importantly is that Claire and I have designed our, with Nicole, the amazing founder and creator and CEO of the Chesty, uh, created our own Chesties. And I think they turned out perfect. They are so cute. And everyone, yeah. yeah. So Nicole is an amazing just wizard. And she pretty much just knows us so well that we we didn't even realize how well she knows us. Yeah. And she sent us these designs and she was like, what do you think? We both were just like, oh my gosh, these are amazing. And they're so different. Yeah. Which I love. Joy's is like neon. Like the 80s print. just blew up in, on a bra. The 80s blew up on a bra. And mm-hmm. mine is like very more like earthy and kind of boho and um more like minimalistic like, like etsy blew up on a bra 
<laughs> yeah, like there's something on the back that's like very kind of macrame-ish. Yeah. Um, so Joy's is coming out this week. Uh, mine is going to be released in a couple weeks. She's just finishing because the detail on the back, you, which you guys will see in due course, is so, I mean, it's like really like nothing you've ever seen at a sports bar before. But so it's just taking a little bit of extra tweaking to get it exactly the way that we want it. And for her to get it um, manufactured is just a little bit different. So really, really, really excited about these. And chest, if you if you don't have a chesty, why don't you have one? So they're so helpful. A couple they of the really girls, do make a difference. yeah, they do make a difference. And a couple of my friends who um, at the gym are always asking me. I think I think a lot of people are like, especially when you're buying any gear. CrossFit has so much gear that you're like, oh, I just don't want to spend money on more gear. And do I really need this? Um, the thing with the chesty is like. I think a lot of women too, a couple of the girls that I've talked to feel like it's too, they're like, oh, am I going to feel suffocated? Because it's like, it goes up so high. Like that's some of the feedback are like, oh, I just want to know how it feels. And I gave them some of mine to try on just so they can get the feel. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is totally fine. Like I totally, I, I think it's just the idea of like something that high up feels like, oh my goodness, because you're thinking of a workout and you're like, oh, I can't breathe during a work- workout. Is that going to be restricting? And it really isn't. It's super comfortable. And it's the padding like, like really makes a huge difference. It makes a huge difference. Like anytime you're doing – my favorite workouts to use it for are anything power – anything clean or anything push press, pretty much anything where you're consistently banging into your clavicle. And the thing that's the best about it is that it really does let you – work out, go a little bit heavier and go a little bit faster because you're not worried about clanking yourself in the neck. Um, highly recommend. They're a little hard to get off and on because of what you just said, that the, the neck is a little bit tighter, but um, yeah, they're the best. Yeah. So that will be phase one will be the joy and then phase two will we'll keep you guys posted. So they'll be available by the time you hear this episode, they'll be out and ready for you. The to... joy will be out. The joy. The joy. Yes. The joy. The joy. The joy, the um, joy. And then uh, still, do we still have spots for camp timeout? In Oh, yeah. yeah. We have tons of spots for camp timeout. Yeah. Pretty much because it's a giant camp, people can just keep signing out. There's still spots available for camp timeout. So go to camptimeout.com forward slash A-U-G, like the month August, just forward slash A-U-G, or just go to camptimeout.com. Mm-hmm. And you can click on um, the – I'm just going there right now so I can make sure. I, so the, c- click on the top. On, it says Colorado Camp. Just click on that link. And all the information will come up. Um, it's over – not Memorial Day. Labor Day weekend. It's going to be so fun. We're going to just do all sorts of really fun stuff. Yeah. It includes two nights in a shared cabin or you can bring your own tent. You get your meals. You get an open bar. You get all sorts of fun activities. Um, and the other cool thing is like you can kind of choose your own adventure. Like nothing is mandatory. Right. So if you just want to come and you're not going to get really any cell service. So if you just want to come and unplug and like drink beer by a lake in the woods for three days. You absolutely just do that. To come do that. Be, and like make friendship bracelets. It's going to be great. So great. Joy and I are going to coach a couple of workouts. Yeah. If you want to work out. If not, like I said, friendship bracelet it up. Make a lanyard. Do whatever you got to do. Um, it's going to be super fun. <laughs> I want to shout out really quick to Renee. And I posted this on our Facebook page. But this just really um, hit me hard in the feels. And I want to thank Renee for just being 
brave to share this with our community. And we got not only that is we got a ton of comments from you guys, listeners, just supporting Renee. So she posted on our Instagram page. I'm sorry, our Facebook page. Um, she was like, this was March 28th. She was posting right before she was going to a CrossFit gym. And she's like, I'm going to the box for the very first time tonight. My ex-husband always told me I was too broken to do CrossFit. Um, but you posted about the shows on Amazon. So she watched those shows on Amazon about, I think it's just people, regular people doing CrossFit. Cause Claire, you saw those, right? You're the ones that yeah, talked about, we talk them. about it next week in our episode with Jason a little bit, Got but, it. Okay. Jason Ackerman, but it's basically, if you go to Amazon prime, um, there's a series called CrossFit saved my life and it's so yeah. cool. It's yeah. just like all these normal people who overcame ridiculous things using CrossFit as a tool. I got to watch that. So she was like, I saw people more disabled than I am out there kicking their illnesses. So asses. So I thought if they can scale uh, for them, they can scale for me. So she called a gym. She said her current boyfriend is 100% supportive in her doing this. Um, So as nervous as I am about going tonight, I just wanted to say thank you for that little moment of confidence that I can do this too. And I was just like, oh, Renee, that's amazing. And then all these listeners posted encouragement and just inspiration. And I want to say thank you to the community for that because you guys are just so amazing. And that just meant a lot to me. It just, I think it still astounds me that like people are out there just even nervous to try CrossFit. Um, Didn't we get a, an email recently you wanted to talk about really quick about someone interviewing a gym or they wanted to interview a gym? Oh, yeah. So they were saying that, um, they were moving across town and it just, as much as they were sad to leave their current gym, it just it wasn't going to make sense for them to work out there anymore because their work was over across town too or something. And as a side note, we also have talked a lot in the past about what to do or how to know if you do want to leave, if you need to find a new gym. Um, so we can briefly talk about that too. But yeah. And she was just like, you know, how do I go about starting to look for a new gym? How do I interview a new gym? Like, what am I looking for? I think to me, the biggest thing that I look for is I go to their website and I look for two things. First, I look at their programming. The biggest thing that I'm looking for is, is it a gym that's trying to cram unrealistic amounts of work into a certain workout? And, you know, if you have like a strength session and a skills session and a Metcon every single day, while some people might be excited about that, for me, what that tells me is that the whoever's doing the programming doesn't really know what they're doing. That mm-hmm. they're just trying it. Just, you know, they're just kind of throwing stuff at the wall to see what sticks. Right. In my opinion, you know, like all the best gyms that I've been to have skill days and they have strength days and they have metcon days. They don't try to do all three in one day because ultimately, what that means is that you're not giving 100 percent to either your strength or your skill or your metcon. Whatever. That's a whole different conversation. And then I go to their social media and I look to see what kinds of pictures they post from their community. And if they don't post any pictures from their community, that's a red flag to me because it also like look at their Facebook events, like if they have any upcoming events, it's a red flag to me if they don't have that kind of stuff because I think that the corner, for me, I'm looking for just like a casual supportive community gym and you know, most gyms that I've been a part of or that I've seen or known that are really focused on their community post a lot of pictures, have a lot of community events, you know, whether it's a barbecue or it's a fundraiser or whatever, and then just pictures all the time of people working out, mm-hmm. just your average random people. Yeah. So those are the two things I look for. Um, and then when you walk in, honestly, 
you're not always looking for the gym that has like the games athlete coach. In fact, I don't know if I'd ever look for that. Yeah. Um, because a lot of times just cause you're a good athlete doesn't mean you know how to coach. And I think, you know, walk in, notice if the other members greet you notice if the coach greets you, um, you know, people notice are smiling, right. People see people are chatting, people are catching up, you know, just kind of like, I like when I, I see like kids running around and families yeah. running around. Like if there's just, a kids area, I mean, that's not mandatory, but I love when it's just like a homey feel. Right. If you walk in and it feels like you're seeing a variety of different types of people, a variety of ages, a variety of abilities, um, and they all feel very at home and very welcomed, then that to me is a really good sign because if people are acting as if they feel like they're welcome there, then it'll be easy for you to feel welcome there too. Yeah. Um, if how to know if you want to leave your gym if you stopped feeling welcome. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Like if yeah. you and you know, it doesn't even have to be that. It just could be like you you're tired of CrossFit, it's not doing it for you anymore. Yeah. There's no shame in that. Go find something new to Go do. Go find something new. And that's the thing that's confused me over the years. It's really funny because I I I know we've talked about this, but I think it's it bears repeating is I've done CrossFit for I don't even know how long now, probably close to eight years. And Never have I done a sport before where you're really invested in a gym, in a community, in people, and that's going to bring out a lot of emotions. So I feel like that will always, you're going to project a lot onto your gym because you're intimately involved in a gym. Intimately involved meaning, you know, you're not like being intimate with a gym. But like emotional, like this is a very emotional thing that you walk in every single day and you work really hard and... Um, you get very close to the people. So I think that lends itself to um, maybe sometimes getting a, a little too, uh, not involved, but maybe sometimes like if drama happens, you know about it and you're like, oh, does this mean I need to go somewhere else if there's drama? I mean, I think that that is something that you you can kind of, you have a choice to stay on the periphery of that. And I think that's something that's really important is to draw those boundaries and know how to draw boundaries at your gym because it you could open up a lot of cans of worms if you don't do that, especially if you have a gym that's like super, super close. Um, or maybe you don't have a problem with that, but I think it's just something to be aware of. And so sometimes I think throughout the years, I've confused that with being like, oh, should I just change gyms? And it always comes down to, no, like this is gonna, this, whatever is going on with me right now is my stuff and it's gonna happen no matter where I go. It has nothing to do with the, like, I don't think I've ever experienced something that was so clearly defined, like, oh, this is absolutely the gym, I have to leave. It was like, oh no, this is just me and I can get through this. And maybe I just take a break for a while. Like I dropped down classes for a while and I'm only doing three a week because that feels good to me. And um, you know, mixing things up like doing fit wall or doing running. I'm gonna have to start training for the marathon soon. So like things like that, where you just kind of have to go like go in seasons. You don't have to like life is not a linear path. So just do what works well for you. Very good. The End of discussion. I did see Hamilton, and someone wrote uh, oh that they gosh. didn't like Hamilton on our little like what annoys you. Hamilton was amazing. And I left just being like, oh, just right in the feels, like right in the feels. I I cried. I don't cry at stuff like that. And I cried my eyes out. We were leaving and I was just bawling my eyes out. It was so good. I know. I'm so bummed that I didn't get tickets to that. (sighs) Um, On the topic of things that everyone's into that that we don't like. Sure. The phrase, the feels. Mm. 
I'm like, just hubby say feelings. Feels hubby. Just say like, yeah, hubby feels. Your what are yours? Um, Manny Petty. What's the uh, one that you don't like? Fresh. What's fresh. Yeah. Fresh as it relates to haircuts and facials and eyebrows right, and not nails. Fresh, not fresh of like fresh fruit. Yeah, fresh fruit's fine. Right. The same way that like moist, not my favorite word, moist cake. I'm fine with moist cake. Are you really? I would prefer moist cake. <laughs> like if like if I'm watching the Great British Baking Show and they're like, oh, that's moist. I'm like, great. It's moist. I'm not like, oh my God, you're so moist. No. And actually that word doesn't really bother me that much. The word, no, I'm not going to say it. The word that does bother me is gross. And I'm not going to say it because you're going to be grossed out. I'm not, like dying. It's discharge. <laughs> That's the word where I'm like, there's never, ever a reason to use the word discharge that you can't yes. find a synonym for. No, you can't. There's I will 100% agree with you. There's always, unless we're talking about the kind of discharge that we're now all thinking about, there's always a better word. <laughs> I, no reason, no reason to use that word at all. Nope. No. <laughs> like, what's the one, the one I recently read was like, the, uh, you discharge your weapon. And I was like, no, just you shoot it. <laughs> and so Tony's probably listening to this and they're like, that's not, that. you don't say you shot your, you know, if you it's say you shot your gun, then everyone knows that you suck. It's a like, technical well, term. Oh. I've only shot a gun once in my life and I don't really remember. And I didn't it, so say my weapon discharged. They didn't see my weapon discharged. Blah. Unless you're like honorably discharged from the army. That's maybe like the one. <laughs> that is the one time. Yeah. yeah. Honorably discharged is absolutely okay. Yeah. But so yeah. two. Yeah. Maybe discharge is a verb. Like, okay, there's some gray areas. Discharge is a noun. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> absolutely not. That's a pretty strong. I did not see that coming at all. I really did. <laughs> But okay. I mean, who among us doesn't just lull at that well, word? No, it's so gross. Oh, God. I think we need to come up with a list so we can, like, post it somewhere. It's our. It could be our burn book. Yeah. Oh, along with that 200-something comments of things that annoy people. We got so many comments on that. Thank Clearly, you. we need to make a burn book. All right. <laughs> so I think that wraps it up for this week oh, on that great note. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Oh, all right, guys. Well, have a great week. Go order the Joy Chesty. Go sign up for Camp Time Out. Yeah, all the things of uh, oh, Girls Gone Wild yeah. podcast. And um, next week we have Jason Ackerman and his wife Roz, and they're great and so. And we talk about macaroni and cheese pizza, which is all you need to know. Yeah, that's all you need to know. So, so thank you. I was so excited when he was like, "Oh, there's this place." I was like, "I know what you're." Talking I know exactly about. what you're talking about. Yeah, you guys will love this episode. Hope you like this one too. With just Claire and I, we do love to do the Joy and Claire episode. So thank, thank you, you for supporting the podcast. As always, it's been a long time. I feel like we're just we're all BFFs by now. So we really appreciate your support, your ongoing support. You can support the podcast by subscribing and sharing with your friends. Really, at this point, just share with everyone you know. Fun fact, we are on Spotify now. However, just as another fun fact, Spotify takes an extra day to update new episodes. I don't know why it does that. It has nothing to do with us. It's just like the Spotify algorithm. I don't know if like just because we're new or what, if that will ever get better. But if you prefer to consume your media through Spotify, you may now find Girls Gone Wild Podcast on Spotify. There you go. And share with your friends because we like to have more people in our tribe. Have a good week, you guys.